With a Plague Tale Requiem right around the corner, I, Suggestive Gaming, thought it would be a great time to go over the story of the first title, A Plague Tale Innocence, to catch up to where our characters will begin their journey in the new installment. Now, without further ado, this is what you need to know about A Plague Tale Innocence. Our story begins in Aquitaine, France in the year 1348, over a decade into the Hundred Years' War between France and England. There, we find a French nobleman named Robert de Rune on a walk with his daughter, Amicia. During their excursion, however, their dog, Leon, rushes off after a boar. Amicia chases after him and soon finds the boar, mutilated and eaten by something unknown. She and her father then find Leon, wounded and stuck in a hole, before he is pulled underground while dying. The frightened father and daughter then rush back to their estate, and Amicia searches for her mother, Beatrice, to tell her of what happened. Amicia soon finds Beatrice, an alchemist, working tirelessly on a cure for her younger brother Hugo's unknown bloodborne illness. As Amicia tries to tell her mother what happened to their dog, Beatrice hears rumblings outside, and instructs the girl to stay with her brother while she investigates. Amicia then finds her brother, who she has barely even met due to his illness, before peering out a nearby window to investigate the noise her mother heard. Outside, the Roman Catholic Church's French Inquisition arrives, led by one Lord Nicolas. Lord Nicolas then questions a captive Robert for his son's location. When Robert refuses to answer, Lord Nicolas swiftly slices his throat, killing him before instructing his men to search the house. Amicia and Hugo are then forced to hide from the Inquisition soldiers to escape the house, witnessing them slaughter their housekeepers and servants in their search for the boy. The pair soon reunite with their mother, and the three continue to escape the grounds. As they're about to leave through the main gate, Lord Nicolas arrives on horseback. Beatrice instructs her daughter to take her brother to a doctor named Laurentius for treatment before closing the gate to protect her children. Once separated by the gate's door, Amicia sees Nicolas's bloody blade stab through it. Amicia, believing her mother to have been killed, then runs with Hugo away from the Inquisition forces to reach a river. Following the river, the pair soon reach a village, which they find mostly abandoned, with doors to houses painted with warnings of contamination. They soon find some remaining villagers being burned alive by another group, who spot Amicia and Hugo and blame the pair for the rats that have been spreading the Black Plague, also called the Bite, which has been killing villagers en masse. The hostile villagers give chase, forcing the siblings to run before they're taken in by a friendly villager named Claire V, who gives them a place to rest and a change of clothes. After Hugo grows impatient with reuniting with their parents, Amicia angrily reveals to him that they were both killed at the house. The upset boy runs off, forcing Amicia to give chase, rescuing him from the hostile villagers before the pair escape into the now-abandoned church. Inside, Hugo lights a candle for his parents, and Amicia leads him outside, where they meet with a monk named Father Thomas, who agrees to help them escape the village to find Laurentius. As the three escape through an underground crypt, however, they are met by a more dangerous opposition. After a gust of wind blows out the candles in the crypt, a torrent of rats emerge and completely devour Father Thomas. Luckily, Amicia is holding a torch, which she is able to use to ward off the rats and guide Hugo to safety outside the crypt. The pair then make their way to Laurentius's farm, sneaking by the Inquisition as they travel. 
When Hugo's illness overwhelms him, Amicia carries the boy until they're forced to run from the plague rats as well. When the two finally reach the farm, they find Laurentius bedridden with the plague. The doctor reveals that the Inquisition went after Hugo searching for an ancient evil that courses through their family's bloodline. Laurentius requests that Amicia continue her mother's work in defining a cure for Hugo's disease, before sending them with his apprentice, Lucas, to hide out at the nearby Chateau d'Ambrage. On their way to the chateau, Lucas tells Amicia about her brother's illness, called the Prima Macula, which lay dormant in their family's veins for generations. One day, something referred to as the Great Break occurred within Hugo's body, and the macula awoke inside him. Amicia worries that the disease will harm Hugo, but Lucas states that it neither harms nor helps, but rather exists to evolve mankind. As the three continue on past a battlefield scattered with corpses and rats, they spot a pair of thieves, siblings Melly and Arthur, being captured by a guard. The thieves use the group as a distraction to escape their captors, leading the guard to take Hugo and Amicia instead, leaving Lucas to run away to safety. Amicia is soon sprung from captivity by the thieves, and they reach Hugo to free him as well. As they go to leave the prison camp, they're met by Lord Nicholas, arriving to retrieve them. After a distraction from Arthur, Hugo and Amicia are able to escape with Melly, who is unfortunately forced to leave her own brother behind. The new trio regroup with Lucas and finally reach Chateau d'Ambrage. After driving the rats out of the chateau by moving some braziers within the castle's ramparts, the group make it their new home. Inside the castle's laboratory, Lucas continues Laurentius and Beatrice's work on a cure for Hugo's macula. Lucas tells Amicia that their work was on an elixir that would slow down the disease, based on a forbidden book called the Sanguinis Intenera. Melly then offers Amicia help to infiltrate the nearby university, where Lucas states that she must follow a path of sacred roses in order to find the book. After Melly helps Amicia open a locked door, the pair go their separate ways, as Amicia heads towards the university while Melly goes off to search for her brother, Arthur. Amicia sneaks her way into the university, finding the library's books ripped off the shelves as the Inquisition searches for the Sanguinis Intenera as well. She follows banners adorned with roses, spotting an apprentice blacksmith named Roderick held captive by the Inquisition and brought before their leader, the Grand Inquisitor Vitalis Benevon. Vitalis, who is receiving some kind of regular injection directly into his veins, questions Roderick about how to open a secret door to the university's basement, built by his father, the blacksmith. When Roderick refuses to answer Vitalis, he is taken away to be tortured. Amicia helps the young man escape his captors, and the pair escape to the basement, where they find a hidden library. They then work together to locate and retrieve the Sanguinis Itinera. Their victory is short-lived, however, as they are soon met by an arriving Vitalis, who confronts them alongside his guards. Vitalis reveals that the Inquisition had been watching Amicia's family for a long while, waiting for the macula to finally awaken. When he tries to get Amicia to hand over the book, she instead runs off with Roderick, and the pair escape the university, which is now aflame. Roderick then accompanies Amicia back to the chateau, and there, they give the book to Lucas. Some weeks later, Hugo's condition worsens, and Lucas fears that he'll need better equipment to produce the elixir. Amicia suggests using her mother's laboratory back at their home, and Lucas agrees, determining that they must go there together quickly. 
before they do, Melly returns, having found and rescued her brother Arthur. Arthur then gives Amicia shocking news. When he was imprisoned in a cell by the Inquisition, he saw a fellow captive, a woman the captors called Beatrice de Rune, revealing that the girl's mother is still alive. Amicia instructs the others not to tell Hugo, lest they get his hopes up. The boy unfortunately overhears this conversation just before he collapses from his illness, forcing Amicia and Lucas to hurry off to the de Rune homestead. There, Amicia finds her father's corpse, which is suddenly consumed by a group of rats that form in a cyclone and attack. Lucas and Amicia are able to hold off this new powerful threat with fire and work their way to find Hugo's room, which has been mysteriously untouched by the rats. The pair then find Beatrice's underground lab, where they learn that generations ago, the macula awoke within another member of Amicia's lineage, changing the world, which it will soon do again. Lucas then finds Beatrice's nearly finished elixir for Hugo, and he uses the material and equipment in the lab to finish it while Amicia holds off attacking plague rats. As the rats begin to overwhelm the girl, Lucas finishes the elixir, and immediately once he does, the rats inexplicably stop attacking. The now docile rats then allow the pair to carry the elixir out of the lab and back to Hugo at the chateau. Amicia gives Hugo the elixir, and he asks her about their mother, who the girl again claims is gone forever. They go to sleep, and when Amicia awakens, she finds her brother missing. She goes searching for him, quickly learning that he's run away. Amicia frantically searches for Hugo, but falls and hits her head, knocking her unconscious. In her dreams, Amicia is forced to relive the events that brought her to this moment, but soon awakens, or so it seems. She then finds her brother captured by two Inquisition guards, who she quickly disposes of to save him. The boy again asks her about their mother, but she maintains to the boy that she is dead. Hugo then runs off again, and Amicia begins to see corpses representing the men she's been forced to kill thus far. She then sees Lord Nicolas take her brother away as she slips back out of consciousness. While most of Amicia's experience was within her own mind, one part does ring true. Hugo is captured by the Inquisition and taken to their headquarters, the Bastion. There, samples of his blood are taken, and he is locked in a cell. Luckily, Hugo's small frame allows him to escape his cell easily, and he sneaks past the Inquisition forces to search the building for his mother. On his way, he spots Vitalis meeting with the Archbishop, Monsignor Gautier, who chastises the Grand Inquisitor for his games as of late. Vitalis interrupts the Archbishop to inject himself with Hugo's blood and the macula, which they've learned is being slowed by the elixir, but nevertheless will eventually evolve to pass the first threshold. The Archbishop then accuses Vitalis of heresy, stating that he'll be excommunicated from the church, but the Grand Inquisitor simply states that they'll come crawling back to him soon enough. The Archbishop then leaves as Lord Nicolas arrives to report to Vitalis of Hugo's capture. As Lord Nicolas takes his leave, Hugo follows, eventually reaching the prison where his mother is being kept. Once the coast is clear, Hugo finally reunites with his mother, feeling vindicated upon seeing her alive. Beatrice then tasks her son with finding the key to her cell, and he is able to retrieve it, returning to free her. As the pair go to escape, Beatrice, seeing no other option, has her son respond to the voices inside his head, 
pushing the macula to the first threshold. Hugo soon learns that this awakens the ability within him to control the plague rats, allowing him and his mother to escape the prison block. The pair are then unable to escape the bastion, however, as they are soon halted by guards and taken before Vitalis. Vitalis tells the woman that his blood is now linked to her sons, meaning he cannot let them leave. Vitalis then unleashes a group of rats, as well as his own guards, to kill Beatrice. This simply turns out to be a test for Hugo, who commands the rats to kill the guards to protect his mother before collapsing from exhaustion. Realizing Hugo hasn't reached his full potential yet, Vitalis then takes the boy by his side to help him reach it, as Beatrice is taken back into captivity. Meanwhile, after three days of searching, Amicia is recovered and brought back to the chateau. One month later, the others have given up looking for Hugo, while Amicia forces herself to carry on without her brother. Amicia helps Arthur and Roderick move the braziers to ward off the rats, but the group are shocked when their routine doesn't work, and the castle ramparts become overwhelmed with rats. The group avoid the rats and take shelter inside, where they're even more shocked to find Lord Nicholas, with Hugo alongside him. This forces them to run, but Nicholas soon catches up to them, capturing Amicia and bringing her before Hugo in the courtyard. There, Nicholas threatens to kill Beatrice unless Hugo kills his sister, trying to force his emotions to push him over the threshold. Amicia pleads with her brother, who hesitates, causing Nicholas to push him aside to kill Amicia himself. Arthur then pushes over some scaffolding, hitting Lord Nicholas and giving Amicia a chance to speak with her brother. Amicia tries to appeal to Hugo, who is still angered by her lying to him. She tries to explain that she was merely trying to protect him, but his frustration gets the best of him, and he controls a cyclone of rats to envelop her. As they do, she rushes over to him and hugs him. As the rats scatter, Amicia holds her brother and realizes that he has snapped out of his rage, and her act of love has pushed him past the first threshold. Unfortunately, Lord Nicholas has awoken, and he stabs Arthur through the chest, killing the young man. Amicia and Hugo then work together to use the boy's new power to command the rats to attack Lord Nicholas eventually bringing the brute down and killing him. In the wake of this battle, the rest of the group join them in the courtyard, where Melly is shocked and angered to find her dead brother. Swearing vengeance on the Inquisition, Melly proposes that they go on the attack before they're all killed. Amicia agrees, and the group decides to make one final push to stop Vitalis. Amicia, Hugo, Lucas, Melly, and Roderick then reach the town. Lucas and Melly soon get separated from the others, forcing the two groups to proceed on their own towards a cathedral where Vitalis awaits them. On the way, Amicia, Hugo, and Roderick's progress is stopped by a group of archers. Roderick elects to push a cart to provide cover for the Derune siblings as they regroup with the others. Unfortunately, Roderick is struck by multiple arrows during this endeavor, and after lifting a gate to allow Amicia and Hugo to rejoin Melly and Lucas, he falls dead from his wounds. The remaining four then reach the cathedral, and after taking out a final rush of Inquisition guards, they are able to enter it. Inside, they find the Grand Inquisitor, holding Beatrice captive in a suspended cage. As the four approach Vitalis, he reveals his own army of hairless, 
white rats, which he calls his angels, who are under his control. Melly and Lucas retreat upstairs to rescue Beatrice, leaving the two Darunes to take care of Vitalis. Working together, Hugo commands his rats to leave Vitalis vulnerable, giving Amicia a chance to fire rocks at his skull with her sling. After enough of this, Vitalis is left mortally wounded, and he and Hugo simply stare at each other during his last moments. The Grand Inquisitor then dies, leaving Hugo the sole carrier of the Prima Macula. Three days later, Amicia and Hugo stop at a town to retrieve some medical supplies to treat injuries Beatrice sustained during her torture at the Inquisition's hand. There, things have started to get back to normal as the rats have disappeared and the plague has stopped spreading. After obtaining the medicine, Hugo wishes to stop by a fair in the town. They are stopped at its entrance, however, and warned that the Inquisition is still searching for them. The pair then race back to their cart, where they regroup with Lucas and the injured Beatrice. As they prepare to leave the region, Hugo notes that the villagers were looking at him strangely, much like Melly did before she left them to go out on her own. The boy, while saddened, admits that his abilities will cause others to not like him. Amicia then cheers her brother up, joking with him as Lucas drives the cart into the distance. This is the last we see of our young heroes, before their story picks back up six months later in the new installment, A Plague Tale Requiem, where we'll find them continuing their search for Hugo's cure in a fabled island in southern France. Hey everybody, thanks for watching this one. It turned out a bit long for just covering one game, but there was a bit of story here to hit. Just a quick note that this series requires a lot of time, energy, and effort, and it's a lot of work for a single person with no team such as myself. Heck, I had to play through this game twice for this video because I lost the footage from the first playthrough, which totally wasn't my fault, I swear. So, if you appreciate my work and would like to help support me like the beautiful people on screen now, I do have a Patreon or a channel membership option right here on YouTube where you can pledge just $5 a month to get early access as well as special credit on each video. Links in the description for both. Either way, do make sure you leave a like and subscribe with notifications on to see my new videos as soon as they come out. Also, leave a response.